Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Monday morning after an absolutely sensational first round of the National Rugby League. Yes, we are here to talk all sport, but in this hour on a Monday, if you're a new listener to the program, uh, on Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy, we have the one and only Cameron Smith joining us, the GOAT, uh, who's actually basking in the glory. There's sort of a maroon glow about him this morning. He's got pineapples, (laughs) he's got mangoes. All four Queensland clubs. We're not just one, two or three, but all four Cameron, can you say hand on heart you're expecting that to happen? Welcome to. Oh, the of course, Vossy. Yeah, of how are we going, Brandy? How are you? Great to be back. Hey, oh, of course, of course, I was. I had a firm belief that all four clubs were going to win. The Dolphins yesterday, fantastic. Plus Melbourne. Fifth. What a great weekend. What a great. What a weekend. Well, first up, let's let's deal with the Dolphins. That that was that was an extraordinary win. I. I Am, am I feeling like that because I just thought the Roosters would win? I just thought it, it's too tough a, yeah. it's too big an ask for the Dolphins to do it round one against a side. Although down, a, you know, they're missing a couple of players, but still, mm. th- this is a side that you know is up there with the top two or three teams as chances to win the premiership. So to yeah, absolutely to do it in round one, unbelievable. Yeah, it was, and and to be at the ground yesterday was was it, it was great just to see you know the the crowd build. Um, you know, from a, about an hour in um, to kick off, 30, 35,000 there yesterday, fellas. Like, it was just a remarkable atmosphere. And, and majority of those people were all dolphins. They were all there in their red and white gear. And they all had those fins on their head. Um, and they started waving them around as the dolphins sort of kicked on on, on the scoreboard. But it was it was just a wonderful atmosphere, a wonderful moment for not just the dolphins, but but rugby league. It was just great yeah. to see a new team in the competition, and particularly up there in Brisbane. And and the way that they went went about their football yesterday, when they when they got a sniff and they seen opportunities, they just took it to the Roosters. Which Brandy, I, I agree with you. Very few people would have thought that that win would have gone to uh, the Dolphins. Now, an old teammate of yours, who I I thought he changed the game in the you know sort of final fifteen minutes of that first half. Uh, with his defence, Felice Kafusi mm. was just, outstanding. Well, he he won the Arthur Beetson Medal, didn't he? And and deservedly so. Yeah, that's right. He he took out the Artie uh, Legacy Medal, I think it's called, and uh, and off the back of those those game changing moments through defence. And he and he, mm. <laughs> I'll tell you what, one of those moments he took on his old teammate Brandon Smith, where he absolutely lined him up with the right shoulder and and really just. Give it to him. He went straight through his rib cage, and he knocked Brandon down, and he kept him on the ground there for a little bit. But it, I think he just he, he took it upon himself yesterday, where the, the game was sort of seesawing end to end. Um, not no team really had control of the match, and he took it upon himself to to change the momentum through his defence and through his aggression. He just he's, he he looked you know, either side of him. He's got some young players around him, not a lot of experience, and he just said, "Look, this is." I'm going to change it for my team. I'm going to change the fortunes for my footy side. And a deserved winner of the medal yesterday. You, you know what it was too, Smitty? It was, it was an example that you can change the the, the state of the game through your defence, but exactly. without making contact with players' heads. Like 
That's his, right, yeah. His tackles were waist high, yep. just snapped them in half. Good, where you know, And we saw over the weekend a number of players try and do that, but they got it wrong. They yep. made contact with heads, and uh, yep. that was just a, an example of great defence. It was just good old-fashioned tackle technique, wasn't it? Where you'd bend your back, you get your shoulder in around the, you know, the stomach or the rib cage, and you know, there were a couple of bone-rattling tackles, but a couple of them forced errors as well. So you're exactly yeah. right, Brandy. You, you can actually change you know, your team's fortunes and you can change the momentum with your defence. If, 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 you, you know, if, if you think about it, if you Legally. apply yourself properly, yeah. Now, Cameron Smith is here with us. If you'd like to fire in a question, you can do that on the Edgewater Homes text line, 0457 736 736. You can call the Motorola open line, 1300 01 1170. Cameron, you haven't been on board. You don't realise that Motorola have come on board and, and we have this uh, young lady uh, promote the open line. Here she is. Hello, Moto. She's become a fan favourite. <laughs> she's very popular. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You can speak directly to the goat ah. on the Motorola open line. Now, look, Cameron. One sandwich doesn't make a picnic. One clown doesn't make a circus. It is one win for the Dolphins. And Wayne Bennett said yesterday, "Let us enjoy today rather than look ahead." But yeah. in all seriousness, um, have you are you readjusting forecasts on the Dolphins after just one match, or what do you think is the realistic pass mark goal for this year? Well, look, I, you know, I, I think it's still. I, I still want to see a little bit more football be played uh, before you know I start jumping on the bandwagon of the Dolphins. Don't get me wrong, yesterday's result and and just the entire match um, at Suncorp was just a fantastic um, afternoon. It it really was. It was a great afternoon of the football, big crowd, um, yeah, great result for the Dolphins, and uh, you know it was just as I said, you know, a really nice afternoon. I'd like to I'd like to just sit. And watch for for maybe the next you know month to six weeks to see how they can back that up because it, if if the Dolphins would have turned up yesterday and and not put in a performance similar to what they did, I think a lot of people would have been disappointed. Just given the occasion, given the occasion, as I said, it was a huge crowd, great atmosphere. It's hard not to be up for those matches, and it's your first up hit hit out. So. I expected them to get out there and perform well, perform bravely. To be honest, I, I, I thought the Roosters were going to win, but they were fantastic. But I just want to sit and now watch to see how their next six weeks pan out. Like, right. any, I, I, with all due respect to the Dolphins, like it, it's easy to get up for one game. The hardest thing, particularly in this competition, is to um, you know keep that level of performance week in, week out. Uh, okay, let, let me let me just update. I'm going to update the Dally M leaderboard because we we spoke to Michelle Bishop about Ooh. the Dally M's. They're going. Um, they will be the judges won't be um, publicised. So and there's two oh, judges right. for each game. Okay. So I'll, I'll give you the I'll give you the players that got three points from both judges, and there's five of them. Harry Grant is on six points, so got three points from both judges. Charles Nickel Clockstad also picked up six points. Really? Yeah. So Chan's got both three points from both judges. Uh, Daly Cherry Evans, that's an easy one. Cherry Evans was my player of the round. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lockie Ilias also picked up six points. And out of yesterday's game, uh, and uh, I'll ask Cameron his opinion of 
Yeah, Jeremy Marshall King had a game, wow. didn't he? Okay, fantastic. He got yeah, the, fantastic. He got, so he got six points. Yeah, no, that's um, and, and that's fair enough. He 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 actually started the game extremely well. He took on the Roosters early, made a couple of little half little line breaks, set up, set up a try for um, the hammer, and then passed a lovely ball um, to Mark Nichols as well. So he yes. was he was heavily yeah. involved, and and just I think it shows that it's a, it's a great pickup by the Dolphins. You know, picking up Marshall King from the Dogs. Now, we've got so much to talk to Cameron about. We'll ask him about the Tigers leaving um, Appy Coruscant on the bench, and I'm sure um, Tigers mm. fans would love to hear the reaction of the, <laughs> the greatest hooker of all time here, Cameron Smith, to that. But we do have to talk about HIAs as well. Um, we'll get to that. You can ring through on the open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy for Motorola. Don't forget, you can check out the latest smartphones from Motorola at motorola.com.au and we have the Edgewater Homes text line up and running today and just to try and we're trying to bring you back down a little bit the New South Wales Welshman <laughs> listening Stuart Cronulla mm. says Cameron all four Queensland teams won't win next week he's declared it and the reason <laughs> I thought oh there you go there's well that's right because the Cowboys play the Broncos so they all so come in next week, Cameron. Oh, well done. There you go. That's a, that's a great statement. <laughs> well done. We're clinging to something. You know, clinging to something. Oh. Let's go to the open line right now. Say hello, Motto. It is Miles from Byron Bay listening in on the SEN app. Wants to speak to you, Cameron. Say good day to Miles. Morning, Miles. Morning, Cam. Morning, boys. Hello, Motto. Uh, just wanted to <laughs> ask the uh, question to all of you boys, but uh, particularly you, Cam, just... In regards to the HIAs, I know they're always going to be an issue um, or a physical game, we know that, but as a fan looking from the 90s, 2000s, up to the period when you just retired, do you think because the NRL has sped the game up, um, it's an obvious, obvious sort of answer that, yes, there's more conflict with head injuries, tackles, things like that, but just because it's making the game more you know, interesting, they say, do you think it would be better if we could possibly, and it's probably not in the realm of possibility, but just from your thoughts, boys, do you think if we brought it back a bit, where we got rid of the six agains and we slowed it down a little bit, we'd get rid of so many HIAs. Because I reckon every game we're getting two or three head knocks. And I just feel like it's actually ruining the game. Yeah, it, look, it's a, it's a fair point, Miles. And, and it's an argument that I've, I've, I've heard on several occasions to say that, well, the game has become so fast due to you know several rule changes that there's more fatigue in the game. And, and just naturally, with, with more fatigue brings you know clumsiness and... And times where you know players particularly are going in to make tackles or attempted tackles, where you know they just throw an arm out, they, they catch people high, or even injure themselves if they go low, when their technique isn't great because they are a little bit that little bit more fatigued, and they pick up a hip or a knee, um, there is that argument. But you know, it's a very difficult one to say. You know, how can we manipulate the game to prevent head knocks because since 1908, ever since the very first game, that there has been head knocks in our game. That, that's just, unfortunately, because of the nature of our sport and, and the high-impact, high-collision part of it, aspect of our game, which makes our game so unique and great, there are going to be some head knocks along the way. Now, whether that is because of the, the game being sped up, I believe it, it has contributed in some cases. There's no doubt about that because there's so much more yeah. fatigue in the game. You know whether we want to change the game and slow it down. That that's that's another question, I guess. Yeah, that that that, that is a good point, but Miles, you you do bring up something 
um, that, that sort of makes sense. Um, I was just going through all the injuries that, that happened, all the head knocks over the weekend, um, yep. and most of them, mo- I'd say 95% of them are either head clashes, mm. uh, that's or players getting their head in the wrong spot tackling. Mm. Yep, so hips, tackle technique. Hips and knees. Yep. Uh, for you, Miles, we've got a Signet Power Boost Bank to send to you, valued at $60. Signet Power Boost Bank will keep your phone, tablet and earbuds powered 24-7. Miles, well done, mate. Have a great Monday. Thank you, boys. You too. Have a good one. Good, good on you, man. Miles. Stay on the line right there. On, uh, we'll get your details. Uh, I just think bigger, faster, stronger. The example I like to give the game, you know, our athletes hmm. are bigger, faster, stronger. Wayne Pierce, Mitchell Pierce yes. was heavier the halfback of the modern game, Mitchell Pearce, heavier than his dad was at any time in his career and his dad playing the back row for Australia. So we're bigger, faster, stronger athletes now. And, but that, you know, but that has happened. Impact, that has all happened. of that's going to contribute. Yeah, that, that, that's happened right throughout the history of rugby league, Vossi, because I, I remember Ron Willie coaching me in the late 80s, mid to late 80s, and, and Ron saying to me, you know, I was 84 kilos, and Ron was Ron said to me, Mate, 84 kilos, you, you would have been playing in the back row when I played. Yeah. Like, so in the 50s, <laughs> he said, at 84 kilos, you'd, you'd be a back rower. So it's just, you know, Brandy, each generation gets bigger. Brandy, can I ask you a question? And Vossi, you, you, would, you, would, um, you can answer this too. When the game had a five-meter rule for the defensive line, was there, was there less head knocks in the game then? Because of because of do you see what the point I'm making? Because of the distance that the players yeah. are apart now, yeah. there's the, the ball carriers carry a lot more momentum into the the defensive line than what they did. Off the a collision's bigger. It yeah. is. Yeah. There's no doubt so the collision's bigger. Yeah. For sure. Is that is that yep. contributing as well? Uh, I I well, it probably does. Uh, we mm. we wouldn't have in the '80s. We wouldn't have had uh, any less head knocks, but the head knocks were different because head knocks yeah. were elbows and you know, knees. Swinging arms. What, what, <laughs> swinging arms, yes. That's can't right. run without eyes, Cameron. I can't run without right. eyes was the same back in the day. Well, well if, you, if you were on the ground and didn't get whacked in the head, well, that was a rare thing. Like, mm. Yeah. I, I think I might have been doctor, dazed every time I hit the ground. Like, <laughs> what about the, what about the invoice coming. from the independent doctor in the 80s? He would have been, <laughs> would have been seven on the sideline, oh, like a posse of independent doctors. But there was yeah. a no-yard rule at one stage. Like, no-yard rule. There was nothing doing. But Brandy and I attended last week, Cameron, um, a referee's like uh, explanation of uh, rule tweaks for the year. And the yep. buzz phrase seemed to come out of them. They said, we want to widen the corridor. The corridor, they talked about, the attacking corridor and that is one of the reasons why defenders this year have to have both feet either in line or behind the referee at the 10 metres. Mm. It's just that fraction further away but they're talking about their concentration on the corridor so they're going the other way to what you're suggesting there Cameron and I I would say anecdotally there's a a lot of proof there to say you're right it contributes to more um, head knocks more dramatic collisions. That's right. right. Uh, I'll tell you what you yeah you did need Cam in 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 the the five yard rule day. You you needed a good dummy half. If the dummy half mm. was slow, by the time you're catching the ball, you, they're the on you. Were on top like, of they're you. they're yeah. in your face. Yeah. Yep. All right, we've yeah. got Ryan on the open line right now. Ryan, you oh, a Queenslander. Ryan's calling in from Mackay. So Brandy, we'll just we'll just take a back seat. I'll go make a cup of tea. Uh, Ryan, have you a can rest, have boys. a chat with uh, Cameron there. Ryan, say good day to Cameron. Cameron, say good day, Ryan. Hey. 
Hey, Cam, there was a lot hey, of social media about the Broncos supporters wearing Dolphins headgear. And some of the older Broncos were saying, if you're a true Broncos supporter, you won't wear any Dolphins gear. Like, I'm like, if Broncos play Dolphins, I'm wearing a bit of both. And so if Melbourne hypothetically had another team, would mm. you wear Storm as well as the other team or only Storm? Great like, question. can you oh. support oh. both yeah, if, they're a one, if they were a one-club town and now they've got another team? Nah, you 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 got to be one club, don't you? You you can't you can't split between the two. Look, I I, I actually like I actually like you know that that the fans are embracing the new club, um, Ryan. But you're either Bronco or or a Dolphin. Have to be. You can't hedge your bets. Although, fellas, can, can you move interesting early. story? Can you, can, interesting can you story. Early days. <laughs> oh you know, yeah, can you absolutely. Flip early days and then make your mind up. If you're if you're sort of a, a you know part-time Broncos supporter and you think, oh, Dolphins, yeah, I'll, I'll give them yeah. a crack. So early days, maybe flip and flop, but at some stage you've got to make your mind up. Make a decision. Get to halfway point, see who's higher on the ladder and then jump on those that that <laughs> team. I think that might work. All right, but a funny, a funny story, quick one, Vossi. Down in Melbourne, yes. so we have a lot of, um, you know, ex- like Kiwi um, Kiwis living in Melbourne. So they, they turn up each week with their Melbourne Storm gear on and support, you know, the mighty Storm. Come Anzac round, though, when the, when the traditional game between the Storm and the Warriors, I, you know, we'd run out and I'd look over the fence and see some familiar faces and I'd think, hang on a minute, they're, they're Storm fans. But no, they're wearing the <laughs> they got the Warriors jersey nice. on. <laughs> Blood oh, is thick of the just, water. Yep. Blood is yep. thick of the water. That's right. Flavour. Uh, now, listen, we need to take a break. Keep the calls and texts coming for Cameron Smith, our special guest, Brandy, as well here. one one 1170 Text 0457-736-736. As we go to a break, Phil Rothfield reporting on the Telegraph website, uh, Joseph Swali'i has pledged his loyalty to the Roosters by signing Ooh. a short-term extension. He's rejected a multi-million dollar opportunity from Rugby Union. He's committed to the Roosters until the end of 2024, so it's not a massive extension. Uh, the club hoping to lock him down over the next 18 months on a longer deal, but that um, means he's in rugby league for at least this season and next. Joseph Swali'i, and if you saw him yesterday, seriously, Steve Matai, not that Steve Matai's dead, but I'm saying Steve Matai reincarnated as a centre defending, coming outside in, look out teams this year, Joseph has a hit on him. 22 and a half after eight. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from six till nine. Tune in through 1170 AM in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.